land. This is the We Don't Know Sports crew back from a summer hiatus. What's it been, fellas? A month? Two months? Too damn long. Too damn long. But you know what? We are we are undergoing changes and metamorphosis. Metamorphosis. I don't know <laughs> what the right word is. But I, I'm proud to announce that we have a format change, and for our loyal listeners and the dozens. And dozens of fans out there listening each and every week. We do sincerely apologize. But for the first time in podcast history, Canadian Biggie has lost the Canadian moniker. And he is with us live here in West by God, Virginia. Canadian Biggie, or should I say just Biggie, how do you feel, sir? I feel good. Almost heaven. I'm home. Round of applause for Biggie's first podcast appearance. All right, so now that all that crap is out of the way, uh, I don't care anymore about North Dakota or Canada. We won't talk about it anymore. But you are tuning in for the football show because emanating from the man cave in Poco, West Virginia, we are right now, as you're listening to this on Friday probably, it's Thursday night for us and we're watching the Packers and the Bears kick off the NFL season. I can say I am happy as hell that football is back. I'm going to say I'm excited to be back with you guys. It's been way too long. I mean, we set out the summer. I'm really excited to get back into this. NFL 100, huge storylines, great game tonight. I'm ready to get into it. I mean, it's been a long summer, but I, I miss you guys. Been a long time coming. It's a good start. Football season's back. I'm excited. Well, we, we did get a little bit of college football. I don't want to spend a lot of time on that because we, we want to talk NFL, and we're going to get into degenerate gambling because if you didn't know, it's now legal in West Virginia, and we've already lost a little bit of money. But, Biggie, we came, what what would you say, five points away from winning $40,000 last weekend? I would say about nine seconds away from winning $40,000 last weekend. So if you don't know what a parlay is, it's a beautiful thing where you can spend about $100 on a bet, and if you can get six or seven games right, you can win a lot of money. We, we did not. We picked Oregon to win outright, and we got hosed. It sucks, and we lost $40,000 potentially. That's what happens. you got to play the odds a little bit, and, you know, that's what Oregon does to you. All right, three things I just want to hit on real quick. What's y'all's thoughts? Did you watch the first football game of the year with Miami and Florida? I watched it until I fell asleep when it was like 17-14. I don't know why that was a showcase game, but uh, it was disappointing. It was garbage. Mr. Brown, you didn't watch it, did you? No, I watched it, actually. I mean, you are getting me into this college football bubble. I'm trying to step with you guys, but I don't know if it was uh, was it Miami. Uh actually that good or was florida really that bad i think they both were pretty terrible i mean but to say florida's an eight team in the country at that point it just shows you how much nonsense these guys do to make the post they might be the eighth best team to try to lose a game on purpose it's crazy i mean that's what they were good i mean at. i want everybody wants to be a weatherman i want to be those people that make them <laughs> damn posts <laughs> why why do they do polls so early it's so freaking ridiculous i have no idea it gives you a reason to bet Gives guys a reason to make their picks each week. Who gets excited about their team being ranked number seven to start the year? Well, I'm a Mountaineers fan. I do. <laughs> I mean, it's like any sport. Uh, you have all these publications releasing these power rankings, and fans will sit there and fight. I should be third, not fifth. And I'm like, who cares? Wait till the playoffs start. It only It's irrelevant right now. Was that a fumble by Cohen? It did so look it like happened. a fumble, but there is a flag on the play. You want to know the best thing about Florida, Miami, there was breaking news during that game. What was that? 
Andrew Luck's retirement. Mm. You're right. I apologize. This podcast is sponsored by Yingling Light, apparently, and I had to swallow my Pilsner there, but you are correct. Andrew Luck walked away, and I feel like we could spend the whole segment on that. There's so much football to freaking talk about, it's not even fair. Um, Jalen Hurts, did you see his debut? I did. It was really impressive, but when he's going against Dana and Houston, I want to see him play a couple more weeks, and then I'll that make daunting, a That daunting Houston defense yep. was no match for Jalen Hurts. Did you see him, Mr. Brown? I saw a lot of, I mean, a little bit of it. I saw the stats. I mean, it was nice to see him that he stood in the pocket and he actually threw for three, plus running for three. So, I mean, maybe the Big 12 rub off a little. Is it going to be the third Heisman winner in a row from Oklahoma? Very good shot. I think it's between him and Tua. I mean, you Oh, know, you got the dude from, uh, what's sorry, Clemson, right? Trevor oh, Lawrence. Sunshine. Yeah. Sunshine. Sunshine on a rainy day. Yeah. I got one question for you three, guys. Right? probably is the top three. Rest of the year plays out the way it did the first week for Oklahoma with Jalen going real good. What's the better uh, pick I think, for next I think year? Jay, I think Jalen Hurts won't get any love because he'll be the third Oklahoma guy. And it's kind of like when a like when Tebow won it the first time, they're like, he doesn't need it again. They didn't give it to him no. anymore. How great would it be, though, if he transfers to Oklahoma and would beat out Tua? It would be great. But isn't that kind of like the knock on Alabama? It's like, see, we told you you don't play offense down there. Come to a school where we play offense. Yep. But, you know, it, it's it's one of those things, though. I'm sure Alabama fans everywhere were happy for him. He did a lot for that program. You can't be mad. I don't even like Oklahoma. I hate him, but part of me was rooting for the guy, and I'm glad he kicked Houston's ass. Great teammate last year, so he did everything right. I don't really care for Alabama or Oklahoma. I don't hate him. Jalen Hurts staying there. Playing behind Tua when he knew the job wasn't his, as opposed to Kelly Bryant leaving the school, came out later in the year they needed Jalen Hurts. That is a good young kid. That's a good teammate. That's a guy that you want to be associated you with. You got to root for him, you know? Yep. Trubisky! Trubisky scrambling for a first down. Look at those wheels. Dog biscuits. Oh, man. He, they better get in the end zone because they can't afford to kick it. Man, all right, last little thing on college football. The only thing I wanted to bring up outside of what we already said was, uh, well, I got two more things, I guess. One, uh, Oregon and Auburn, where we talked about that. Uh, fantastic play from Boise State with the freshman quarterback. Uh, that was awesome. And then Tennessee with the absolute choke job of the week. Going down at home to the mighty Georgia State. And I bet, Biggie, you know a lot about sports. You can't even tell me Georgia State what. What are they? Are they the – the Timberwolves, the Wildcats, the Sasquatches, what are they? Do you know? I have no clue. When you say Georgia State beat Tennessee, I think it's March. We're watching Mark Madness. There's well, no way like I go in the list. It's yet. a second-round upset. Cinderella, yeah. baby. I think they're the Panthers, if I had to guess, though. I don't know. I, I think that's what their logo is. Uh, probably. Or the Macon. Someone can write into the show the and let us know. I'm too lazy to look it up. Um, so, with this coming weekend, we got three marquee games. You all tell me who you got. Stanford's on the road to USC. Stanford rolls them. That confident. David Shaw is the man. Don't bet against him. Mr. Brown? I mean, I I don't know much about the matchup, but I got to go Stanford because USC, they've been on downward trend for the last couple of years, it seems like. They have been, but I'm going to take USC at home. It's just it's one of those games you never know who's going to win. I just feel like USC is due to win at home here. It's just a toss-up. It, it's a pick em, pretty much. How about A&M and Clemson? The spread is 17 and a half. Do you think A&M will cover with an outright win? It was a seven-point game last year. I like A&M to cover in that game. I think Clemson wins, but A&M definitely covers. All right, we didn't put that on our books. 
We should. Well, I already put the bet slip in. Oh, damn you it. suck. I got Clemson covering with a little extra to spare. <laughs> they're they're going to put away A&M this week. Watch. You I think they it. will, too. That game last year was in College Station. Uh, I, I wanted no part of A&M trying to cover that game, and I feel like Clemson is going to come out and make a statement. Nah. Jimbo's going to have his boys ready to play. He's building something. Overrated. Mm-hmm. Sunshine. All right, this is the game that was the toughest to call for me out of all the games, LSU and Texas. Big 12 homer, me says Texas all the way, but I got to tell so you. So Texas is back? Until I see it. <laughs> I can't Where'd call Where did you say it, it was at? It's, it's in Austin, I believe. I'm going horns down. I'm going LSU, Ed Orgeron. Drunk Ozzy Osbourne's going to be giving a post-game interview. <laughs> Not Farmer Fran. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Brown. I'm going Texas. I'm tired of Oklahoma. I like Hurts, but I want Texas you to want to see up. You want to see a change at the top. Yeah, I'm going Texas. Okay. That's respectable. So, for all of you college football fans out there, sorry we're not dedicating more than 10 minutes to the show on uh, college football. But we got a lot of NFL to cover. And you know what? Let's be honest. College football is all about just going out and having a few beers and maybe having a good good brisket or, or a pork butt like we did last weekend. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We, we were too busy to do a show. Instead, we decided to do a, a smoke barbecue and drink beer and watch Mad Mark, who's a friend of the show, completely put away about three and a half plates that were buffet style. And chug a whole bottle of Pedialyte while doing so. Yeah, I'm not familiar with the Pedialyte and why that's a thing, but apparently hardcore people know what it's all about. The older you get, the more you understand. (laughs) All right, as we're sitting here watching the pack and the bears and the the Packers got the ball on their own 10 here. It's it's scoreless here early in the first Here comes Mike. Oh, 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 Ah! down goes Rodgers. And, uh... The Bears' defense still looks good. Damn it. But we're here to talk about the NFL. We got a little bit of college football out of our system, and that stuff's great. And I could talk about that all day. But you would have to be living under a rock if you did not hear that the Oakland Raiders wanted to suspend, or they're planning on suspending, old A.B., Mr. Big Chest himself. And even though we have not done a show for about two months, I feel like we could have done an entire show every week on A.B. because... The shenanigans have not stopped. If it's been frostbite or helmets or clown college, whatever it is, he's covering all bases. Mr. Brown, I only want to ask you, you're a Raiders fan. What the hell is going on in Oakland? (laughs) Did you watch Hard Knocks? (laughs) I I saw some clips, and the language was really bad from Gruden, so my wife got mad I was watching it. I mean, there, there is no explanation for what AB's doing. I mean, I was hoping that he was just trying to be a diva and just sit out the preseason, and then he was going to show up week one and be ready to go. Right, he's a professional. It's been one thing after another, and now at the point, the Raiders are going to suspend him four games so they can get not get out of paying his guarantee. I mean, right now, if you had to tell me, like, hey, would you suspend him for $30 million? Like, you, they basically get a gift from suspending him at this point. Absolutely. But the thing is... They have no depth at wide receiver, and they've made a decision that it's not even worth dealing with him. Let's just suspend the guy and get our money back, and screw it. We'll go with Tyrell Williams at number one. I mean, you're you're out a couple of draft picks, and I think everyone learned a valuable lesson. <laughs> it kills me because I drafted Antonio Brown in fantasy football, so the whole preseason I was thinking to myself, like Mr. Brown said, he just wanted to get out of playing the preseason, get a helmet endorsement, go from there. 
Watching him getting suspended reminds me of years ago when John Gruden said to Keyshawn Johnson, we'll pay you, just go home. You're a he fool for drafting him, by the way. Absolute he was available. Fool. He was a value pick. Guess what? He gets cut right what? now by week three. He's playing for someone else. Get off Wait, me. what? am I looking at our draft board right now? Did you literally draft him in the second round? Second. The second round. With the 22nd pick. Jeff, 22nd pick. When you start making the playoffs, you can question my decisions. Till then, shut up. I made it two years ago, just not last year, so shut your face. And we have a deep 12-team league, so it's competitive. And everybody listening knows they can't handle it. Half of our listeners we probably invited to join, and they were scared. Well, they get their ass kicked, and then they wouldn't have no bragging rights, and they'd be all over Facebook. I'm like, you want to join our league? They're like, sure. How much? I'm like, a hundred bucks. hundred bucks? Oh, what? Oh I, I, I gotta send my kids I, to college. I, I can't do that. I mean, I'm like, save a dollar a day, you know, for the next hundred days. I mean, you could win a thousand dollars. Don't don't get your uh, sweet tea from McDonald's today. I mean, that, and throw it in a cookie jar. Hey, man, everybody needs diabetes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't knock my sweet tea. Everybody's a. You're serious about this? We're we're not. You know, there's probably people listening that are probably like a hundred dollars. That's it. But I'll be remiss though if we didn't mention just how terrible this AB situation has turned out to be. Biggie's. If you gotta say something, just say it. I want one thing before you even got to AB. You said there's people listening. Hundred bucks. That's it. If you think hundred bucks and that's it, hit me up. Let's get together. You know how many Fortnite bucks I could buy with $100? Exactly. <laughs> AB absolutely kills me. Who blows right. that much money? Who has that much money and is such a in-his-own-head diva? I don't know, man. It blows my mind. It absolutely blows my mind. I mean, it's a sideshow. So my question to both of you is, will he suit up for the Raiders this year? Yes. No. They right. won't be able to unload him. All right, so if he's going to suit up over under uh, six games. Oh, uh, I think you put the over under at eight. I think he's over six. I, I'd be questioned on eight. Okay. If he does suit up, so that happens for a fact, and he over said no, eight, so hypothetically if he does. Hypothetically, if he does, I'd say over. He'd start playing in the middle of the season. He'd play the year out. Man, who is that smoke show? Brian Erlager. Who's Erlager's wife? No wonder he retired. Ah, uh, any grease hair. <laughs> he didn't have a wife until he got fake hair. Just remember that. I was ask, was he married before or after the ball? I was thinking, no hitters by day, grand slams by That's night. exactly right. <laughs> Verlander and Erlacher got it rocking. There you go. Man. Hey, is that Montgomery? Rip him in half. Right. He breaks his leg. Hey, do we all think Montgomery's going to be a big time stud? I think he, he has all the talent in the world, but he's playing for Matt Nagy, and I had Jordan Howard last year, so I don't know what he's going to be able to do. I, I, I'm a big fan. We'll see how he does. I mean, he's no Josh Jacobs, so I'd have to <laughs> run ahead of him, but I'm just saying. Well, you know, I, I saw in some drafts after we did ours that Montgomery was going in the first, like, two rounds. You're crazy. Commonly. You're out of control. I, I, I didn't say I would do that. I'm saying that's how high his stock went. No. Yahoo's got him projected for over 200 fantasy points this year. I, he's he's going to be a stud, but I, I just – You should have picked him then. I mean, speaking of, there he goes. Look at that little first down run there, cutting it inside. So, anyway, back to the matters of at hand. We're, we're discussing the likes of A.B. The other big story that came out this week, Zeke. Who's Zeke? He finally showed up in Dallas. The pen has been put to paper. The ink is dried. It's a $90 million deal. It's $50 million guaranteed. He's the highest paid running back. Who wins in this situation? Is this good, bad for the Cowboys? If you're, if you're a Cowboys fan, where's your head at on this? 
a Cowboys fan. I'm a little disappointed in the fact they gave him so much guaranteed money because I have guys on the defensive side of the ball that I want to pay. But since they made it a six-year contract, it allows him after the first three years to rework it and turn his guaranteed uh, parts of the contract into signing bonuses. So the six-year part of it is where they went right. I mean, you could arguably say he's the best running back in the league. Um, however, it's definitely top three. Yeah, five. but the NFL has shown time and time again that's the one position you can churn out and churn out through the draft. So, do you really want to commit that type of money to a running back? I even mean, if it's Zeke. We just talked about Montgomery being a third round pick and he's going to be a stud for the Bears. Here's the thing that kills me to say because I think Zeke's the best running back in the league and you only pay that, uh, Dak if you have Zeke because that would, makes him a better quarterback. I'm a Patriots fan. For 20 years, they've proven to you, you do not need a quarterback. You need a top – or do not need a running back. You need a top-end quarterback. So, I think he's worth the money, but I'm glad my team didn't pay him. But here's the thing, and Brady is a top-end quarterback. I'm not saying that, so don't put words in my mouth. This is not what I mean. Brady's not been paid like a top-tier quarterback. So the, the formula New England has is they spread the wealth. So if you're a Cowboys fan – you better get used to having your Zeke jersey, your Armani Cooper jersey, and your Dak Prescott jersey because that's who you're going to have to cheer for for the next seven to nine years. I just want to say one thing. is When it comes to play, paying players and you're the Cowboys, you have your own brand. You're the richest team in football. Jalen Smith has his own sunglasses through your pro shop. It's not about who you can pay. It's who the NFL will allow you to pay under the salary cap. I mean, for me, it was interesting because it was a battle of the egos. I mean, who was going to blink first? Was it going to be Zeke or was it going to be Jerry? And he was – Jerry was talking like it was going to be Tony Pollard slash Alfred Morris and they were going to run the show. And with that line, they probably would have been okay to hold it down. But, you know, uh, Zeke, he he put it out there and he won. He did. So, did the Cowboys lose? I think the Cowboys won. You think the Cowboys won? Because I he's, think without he's Zeke, that type of guy you need. He makes that entire offense go. Without Zeke, you're a 500 team at best. With him, full go, you're a Super Bowl contender. So he's the straw that stirs the drink. He is. Speaking he's of the straws Reggie that Jackson. Uh, stir the drink, if you heard that car drive by, that is the crack house out back, everybody. We're actually outside in the garage in the man cave and. There might be some uh, illegal things taking place about 100 yards from us. Instead of the song One Headlight, it's One Hubcat. It <laughs> yeah, we've seen that one about 20 times the same day. Uh, nice wallflowers. Yeah, that was nice. I like that. That was impressive. Uh, last thing real quick before we get into division picks and things of that nature. Melvo out in the uh, Chargers uh, camp here. Uh, Melvin Gordon still not showing up. He's asking for a trade. Did the Bears just make a field goal? Right down the middle. No double doink here today. Right down the middle. I completely lost my train of thought because the Bears made a field goal. That's got to feel good. So you Melvin, were talking about Melvin, Melvin Gordon. Gordon. Melvin Gordon, is he is he going to be a charger? Is he done? Where's he going? What have you heard? Here's the thing. If I were a player and I played for the Chargers and I was looking for more money, I would not sit out and pass up my guaranteed money because they are notoriously, notoriously cheap. Eckler, Justin Jackson – Gordon is coming back at that whatever the breaking point is where he can get his money for the year, week eight, nine. No sooner. No way. He, the Chargers are not going to pay him. And when he is paid, he doesn't always stay on the field. Why pay him? I agree with you 100%. Gordon's no Zeke. He's uh, overvaluing himself. Yeah, no, yeah. he is. And Eckler is a formidable 
fill in. Yep. So, I mean, he's fine. You got Jackson, too. Chargers have no reason to pay the guy. They're cheap. They'll be just fine. Yep. But And then I read today that the Eagles were trying to trade for him, and they were trying to snow, or just low ball off for the Chargers, and they just, just like, no. It was for Jordan Howard and a few third-rounders, I think. Yep. Uh, and they're like, no, thanks. We'll just let him keep holding out. But he's not reporting until he has to. Yep. Chargers aren't budging. And, and the Chargers have a replacement, so they'll be okay with Eckler in the meantime. But you, you Eckler's gotta, a lot better than – more proven than Tony Pollard and Alfred Morris. Absolutely. It's a different situation. Right. One thing to remember when we talk about Zeke and Melvin Gordon, Melvin Gordon's in that Le'Veon Bell position where he can sit the year out. He can play next year under a new contract, new team. Zeke was still owned for two years by the Cowboys, right. so if he sat this year out, yeah, he lost in a crude year. Yeah, so big difference there. I mean, his value would not have been very good. I think Gordon's making a terrible mistake. He's mm. screwing the pooch on this one. I, you know, I, I hope him. I hope him the best. I, I have no problem with players that hold out if they think they're worth more money, because you know the NFL teams are cutting hundreds and hundreds of people. You know, this this week every year, and nobody bats an eye about those contracts not being honored. But, you know, at a certain point, you got to realize what world you're living in, what your value really is, because he's he's in, he's in on Jupiter right now. He don't know where uh, he's at. To what you just said, know what your value is. You're in an offense that's scoring points, and they're in the playoffs. You play this year out at millions of dollars. You put up big numbers. you got Phillip Rivers in that offense. You get your guaranteed payday. You sit this year out, you're not getting it. Well, up until last year, he was considered kind of a bust. Yeah, And then last year he came out when he was healthy, still missed some time. But he put points on the board, put the stats up, and he's trying to build off that one season. So, to me, he didn't have enough resume to do what he's trying to do. He, he's Peyton Hillis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, enough on that. Let's get a beer. We'll take a break, and we'll come back and give our NFL division pick, starting with the AFC. Well, we've about gotten to the second quarter here as the Bears are still winning over the Packers 3 to nothing. But we want to take this opportunity to enlighten all of you, the listening audience, and tell you who we think is going to win each division in the NFL. I don't know. You want to go as far as giving away like Super Bowl picks and whatnot? You want to do that? Let's just stick to the divisions now. It's too early in the game. You don't want to commit to anything. Maybe that and the biggest story in the division so far, or for the season. All right. Well, we'll we'll roll with that. We'll start with the AFC West. So I'll just say the obvious. Is anyone other than the Chiefs going to win this division? I think Chargers had a good chance to take over this division this year. I would pick the Cheeks. That's what I've done. Drink some more bourbon. Hey, it's so good. (laughs) Uh, What? (laughs) I got the Chiefs winning the division. Chargers getting a wild card. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's obviously the Chiefs. Wild or Chargers are a good team, too. But Andy Reid, he got a new not new toy for him, I guess, on his team. Back, got McCoy back. He did. So that's another weapon. I think the Chiefs are going to run away with it. I, I think the Chiefs will go 14-2 and two or 13-3. and three. How bad whoa, is that? Whoa, You think 14-2? and two? Absolutely. I, I can't disagree with that necessarily. That's high. The bigger question is, how bad am I going to regret cutting uh, LaShawn McCoy? You should regret it. Uh, I told you that when you did I know, and then I couldn't undo it. I couldn't undo it. But you kept trying to justify it. (laughs) What was I supposed to do? (laughs) All right, so. I can't believe you admitted that publicly. No, that's cool. So we all three say the Chiefs, right? Correct. All right, is there any big storyline? We talked about A.B., so let's exclude that. Any other big storyline in AFC West? 
I mean, we I, talked about Gordon too. I think the the Broncos are pretty vanilla. I don't even want to talk about them. No. So all right. So there's not really a big storyline because we talked about Gordon. We talked about Brown. I guess here's my only question. Does Mahomes' stats – how much do they fall off or does he improve on them? Do they stay about the same? I think they fall off about 10% to what he did last year, but he's still going to be the elite quarterback in, no. the, in the entire league. So MVP? More than likely. I'd agree. His stats still lead the league, even if it's 7-8 less touchdowns, seven eight hundred less yards. They're going to be insane stats. Bring on the catch-up. Yeah. Mm. He loves him some Hines. Or, no, it was Whataburger ketchup, wasn't it? Whataburger, you can't use that on a steak. Or it might have been in and out I don't know. All right, anyway, AFC North. We'll keep in the AFC. Biggs, who you got? I have the Browns winning that division. Oh, nice. oh so, the you're, Baker Mayfield. so you're right there with the paper champions. You're, you're falling in line with the sexy pick that everyone likes. You know... The Patriots are paper champions everywhere, and it works out pretty good for us. So I'll go Browns this year. Paper champs, they've did it. Big difference. Preseason paper champs. So who you got? Hey, wait a minute. Let's wait on on, uh, Bubba to fly by on his uh, jacked up F one fifty. All right. All right. So, anyways, I'm gonna go. This is cliche, but I'm gonna go with a uh, first place tie. Ooh. So what is it? Ten I, and six records. I think two ten and six. You got the Steelers and the uh, Browns ten and six, and they you will. You know what I mean? I can't say who's going to have the tiebreaker, but that's where they're going to be. Because, hold on. The Steelers are a proven team. They're a dynasty. They have their way of doing things. Dynasty's a loose term, dude. They're consistently good. They are a football like you know. They're they're somebody that's there, and you know they're going to be. There. They're kind of like the Patriots' life. Yeah, you're right. That's what I'm saying. But Pittsburgh Steelers are a big deal in that division, especially. Just ask their fans, they'll tell you. Exactly. But you got the Browns, who look great on paper, who should probably be a two games ahead of the Steelers, but they find a way to screw it up every year. And I got to see it happen before I can commit to that fully. You wanted to jump in, so go ahead. I completely forgot what I was going to (laughs) say. That'll work. We'll move on. I I think the Steelers will win outright. The Steelers won 11 games. The Browns will win 10. Nice. I like it, though. We're right there. Yeah, I think uh, the the thing that's going to help them are the fact the Bengals will be lucky to win three games, and I think the Ravens will be lucky to win more than six games. And I know everybody wants to hate on me for that on the Ravens, but they lost – all their starting defense, uh, defensive starters from last year for the most part, they're not going to be quite what they used to be. I would just say this. Was that Scantling or Allison? I don't know. That was a big play. That that's was my, that's Scantling. my Oh, big On play. my bench. On my bench, baby. Packers are moving the ball. All right, so I hate the Ravens this year. They're going to be 6-10. and 10. That's what I said. 6-10. and 10. Lamar Jackson, everybody's so high on him. I may be wrong, but there is no way they're going to keep pace with either the Steelers or the Browns. They have to revolutionize the quarterback position this year. And then Kyler Murray will sit there and look and go, oh, that's what I need to do. Two things to say about the division. One, yes, I'm super high on the Browns, but that is because I am a big fan of Baker Mayfield. I I love Baker. I'm not hating on him. I think he's a perfect fit for that Browns team. He takes them over the top. He's one of Steelers my favorite are players, right there. too, for the record. Yeah, we love Steelers Baker are in the playoffs. I agree with what you said. There is no way that Lamar Jackson can run the ball Six 15 to 18 right times a game for 16 games. It's just not going to happen. I love John Harbaugh. The Ravens are 5-10, and 10, 
or five and eleven, six, seven, ten at the best. All right, so AFC North stories here, real quick. Uh, I don't think we need to cover much on the Browns or the Steelers. I think we both kind of understand what the expectations are. Will Lamar Jackson start at least fifteen games? No. Injury. Yes. All right. Will Andy Dalton start at least ten games? No, they're going with the twenty-seven-year-old rookie after week seven. I think Dalton's in there because they have lack of options behind him. Yeah, they come, they're kind of stuck. He's a victim of circumstance. He'll be there. Oh, we got a touchdown from the Packers. Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham sighting on Jake And the Packers have taken the lead. But Drew likes that. All right. All so, right. All ran right. into Drew last night. Nice. AFC South. Mm. Who you got? Mm. Here's the thing. If you'd asked me about three weeks ago, I'd have told you Colts were winning the division. They were in 11 games. Sure. At this point right now, I'm going with Larry Tunsil and his mask, Deshaun Watson, Bill O'Brien, and the Texans. What do you think about the Colts giving Jacoby Brissett a, a, an extension, a two-year extension? <sighs> the only thing that I like about that is Jacoby Brissett put it together himself so he didn't have to pay an agent. Hey, that's that's a good move. <laughs> you got any thoughts here? Is it the Texans division to lose? I mean, a lot of people's sexy pick is the Jaguars for some reason. But, I mean, Nick Foles, your boy, right? Well, it's gone now. He's not in Philly anymore. I got that you. Magic's dead. Uh, but it makes me want to root for the Jags more. Because I like the guy, even though I bet against him. But, but like, Weren't they so dysfunctional last year? No, they were. And, I mean, let's say this. If, if Fournette would somehow find a way to stay healthy for the first time in his career and run to, like, 1,400 yards. Be a pro bowl running back. And then they could absolutely win that division. But that's a big if. So I've got to go with the Texans and Deshaun Watson. He's got all these shiny toys at receiver. Just got the kneeler, Kenny Stills on his team. You know, fifth string receiver. He's got plenty of weapons. Even though they lost Lamar Miller, that's not a huge loss. They got Duke Johnson. He's going to shine this year. Well, didn't they uh, just get Carlos Hyde? Absolutely. So that's I, a nice double-headed monster. Yeah, that would be, be Addition by what? subtraction. You know what's funny is that was a third or two-thirds of the Browns' backfield last year. Is that not funny? <laughs> it's funny. Change of scenery. Hey, man, they were just meant to be. All right. All right. I don't think there's any other big stories. We could talk about Andrew Luck, but, man, uh, I, I don't hate on him for it. If that's what he wants to do, it's his life. I ain't going to tell him how to live it, but, man, that sucks because Andrew Luck, we're going to miss Captain Andrew Luck's Twitter feed. I know oh, absolutely. Much. I mean, one thing real quick, though. Tennessee, how many years are they going to wait before Mariota becomes the guy? Like, how long do they stick to him? It's ridiculous. How many Tennessee fans are there that don't live in Nashville? You think about this right now. You had a <laughs> don't answer between... my question because it's none. There's no Titans fans out there. Huh. Marietta and Winston, the one and two picks is of that draft. Is that how you say it? That's what I say. All right. It's like the Marriott Hotel. <laughs> God the dang Marriott. it. Ah, they both We bust. just need to get him T.Y. Hilton and we'll have the hotel hookup. There you go. Marietta. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that completely went off the rails. It's the Tourette's. Time to, the Tourette's. Time, time to move to the AFC East. So I know we're all pretty high on the Dolphins wow. and then maybe the Bills. Um, but there is that team, the Patriots, out there. I mean, let's just be honest. That's kind of what it is, right? When's the last time they've lost the division? You tell me. I can't remember. I only got two hands available to me right now. You know what? <laughs> oh, wow. I don't know what that means. 
I don't uh, want to know what that means. He only has two hands. How many does he normally have? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Ten I was fingers. Let that one go. <laughs> well, I got seven fingers. I went JPP one year. <laughs> oh, nice. All right, so here's where I'm going with it. This is the year that Brees finally shows his age, and I'm picking. Brees. Brees, sorry. Brady. I was thinking about the superior quarterback. Ah, of course. I'm sorry. I apologize. Oh, this is the God, year Raiders. that old man winner shows his age, and I'm going with the New York Jets. Sam Darnold is going to have a great sophomore season, and they're winning the division. I think you're crazier in hell, but I like where you're going. Watch and see. Now, the Patriots did go out of their way the last week of preseason to get, like, 18 extra offensive linemen. So is that just making sure they have enough bodies to keep Brady healthy, or do they have a concern on that line? When you have Dante Skarnecchia as your offensive oh, line right. coach, you do not care. They could put me, you, and Mr. Brown on offensive line, and Brady's jersey still be perfectly clean. I'll make my blocks, I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll go make $800,000 a year as a scrub line. <laughs> Oh, oh, who was that? Was that Robinson? That was a nice catch by Hold Mr. On, who was that? Robinson. Is that Rob? Yeah. On my bench. On your bench. That's all right. That was only like six points. Yeah. I mean, honestly, for a second, do you guys think anybody other than Patriots win that division? Uh, we were talking about the Packers-Bears game. We were done. Just get that. real for a second. No. We're talking AFC East. J-E-T-S. Jets. 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 <laughs> well, look, we Bastards. know. Look, we know <laughs> the Patriots are what they are. And you know what? I wish that my team, the terrible Cincinnati Bengals, played in that horrendous AFC East. But they don't. They have to play real teams with real shots every year while your Patriots get to just mosey through the old AFC East. Every I mean, you, you know what I wish? I wish they would throw the uh, good old Birmingham iron in there and give the Patriots a run for their money. They would give them a run for the money. Yeah. Well, they, could, the they could finish fourth. That's That'd how bad it is. The Patriots have finished fourth in? That's terrible. Absolutely. You see Bill Belichick's flip-flop game? He's on top of it, boys. All right. Enough of the AFC. Let's move to the good old NFC. We'll go back out to the West, where Colin Kaepernick did not go to the Seahawks like Biggie predicted. But anyway, who's winning the AFC West? Who you got? Seahawks. All right. 12th man. That's it. We just shout names of teams without any substance. I like it. Mr. <laughs> Brown, who you got? To be the best, you got to beat the best. I'm going back with the Rams for the repeat. If Gurley stays healthy, if it's not, it's Henderson, and I win anyway. <laughs> I like that disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, we can put an asterisk up. So, so I, I'm with you on the Rams, uh, and I think the Seahawks are a close second. Probably the wild card team, no matter what. And I love Wilson, for the record. I uh, just think the Rams are better overall. He might be the best quarterback in the NFL. Nah. I, NFC. Well, that's uh, NFC. Tell me a quarterback you'd rather have in the last two minutes of a tie game or a three-point game when you're down. I mean, he's going to put the team on his back. Oh, absolutely. We've seen absolutely. Him do it time time Whether it's again. running or making that pass. I mean, he they, they need to just get some help with him and they'd be all right. I feel bad for him. All right, so uh, NFC North, who you got? Vikings. That's Purple people that's eaters. because your son likes the Vikings. Yeah. No, that's probably because I was at the Minneapolis Miracle. But I'm telling you what, Vikings are going to rule that NFC North this year. Any draft Kirk Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kirk Cousins, I think, will have a better now, he'll bounce. He has to bounce back. Yeah. He can't be as bad as last no, year. Nah, Kubiak running that offense. Whoever got Dallas is going to run it hard. I got the Bears. See, this is where three-way split. You got the Packers? I'm going with the Packers. Now, nobody's picking the Lions? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the, the thing about the, the Bears, I think their defense, I know they lost their defensive coordinator to Denver and all that, but I think they're still going to be solid. 
Now we're watching the Bears trail to the Packers right now, but uh, I'm just thinking if if Montgomery is that good, and what if Trubisky just took like a 10% to 20% step forward? I agree with you. That's a big end. I agree with you. I love the Cohen-Montgomery duo better than the Cohen-Howard duo. Absolutely. And I will say this. I'm picking the Packers, but I hope I'm wrong because I want the Bears. I, I, I respect that. All right. I like that. Both wrong. It'll be the Vikings, healthy offensive <laughs> line. They've got pro bowlers at every level of their offense and their defense. The only reason that they don't win it this year is because someone gets hurt or Mike Zimmer is more Mike Zimmer than he's ever been Mike Zimmer. Over, under, Dalvin Cook, 10 games. Over, under. I go under. All right, moving on. Get off your homerism for the it's Vikings. It's straight up, man. It was. We'll go to the uh, – I'm not a Vikings we're in the We're in the NFC East now. Oh, what a garbage heap that is. It is. I hate to say who I got. Biggs, what are you thinking? <sighs> I got the Eagles as division winners. You know why? Why? Carson wins. That's his MVP candidate. Because he's from North Dakota, eh? He's from North Dakota. Right. He's North Dakota. When they come to North Dakota, they're North Dakota. Carson Wentz leaving the league MVP. Nobody they win the division. So I got to throw this out there because during the summer break, I learned something that I didn't know. Uh, shout out to Breckel the Bonehammer, who intercepted Carson Wentz in high school. Yes. A round of applause for Breckel the Bonehammer. Woo! Ah, yeah! Damn! Don't you know? Don't you know? Hey, pick six, eh? Yeah, I love it. So that, that's our claim to fame. We know a guy that picked off Carson Wentz. How about that? So I, I think the Eagles are also the the obvious pick. I, I think it's more of a uh, dysfunction surrounding them. I don't think the Cowboys are going to be good enough. I think the Giants have no idea who they are. And let's just be honest, the Redskins are going to go through 18 quarterbacks this year. All right. So with that being, I haven't made my pick yet. Hold on there, skillet. All right. So with that being said, we threw out a reference to the bone hammer. But on the other hand, if the bone hammer can intercept Carson Wentz, what kind of quarterback? Anybody can intercept Carson Wentz. So you get an interception. You get an interception. I get an interception. We all get interceptions. All All right. So I'm going with the Cowboys. Fresh off the Zeke signing, and I hate the Cowboys. They're going to steamroll the NFC East. It's over, boys. Wentz is going to get hurt again, and it's the Cowboys division. I'm surprised at you because I remember last year sitting in the old man's garage, I told you the Cowboys would make the playoffs, and you chastised me quite a bit for that. It's a new year. I judge the roster at hand, okay? They did make the playoffs last year. I know. Okay. That's because you got Amari Cooper, (laughs) which we couldn't do nothing with it. (laughs) Where are we at? The NFC South? Yes. We, we didn't talk about them. So, I mean, I think this is an interesting division. I love this division. I, I, I think it's competitive. It's a lot like the NFC North. I'm personally partial to the Saints, and yeah. I think that's who's going to win it. And I think it's just they it, – you got one last hurrah for Drew Brees, and that's my dark horse Super Bowl pick right there. I like it. So is that your Super Bowl pick, or do you have a dark horse? What the hell are you doing? I clearly said dark horse, so shut up and make your pick. On are you going to make a pick tonight, or are you going to slow right, play? No, we said we're not doing that. Oh. That was just a teaser. That was a cliffhanger for the next show. All right, go ahead, Mr. Brown. Well, I, I think it's between the Falcons and the Saints. Um, no, Carol, love, no love for the Panthers. I, I just don't feel Less like Cam Newton's going to – is it my turn or is it your turn? It's your turn, but right. I just felt like talking. Just talk over top of them. I have cares. to. 
All right, so it's the I done lost train of thought. It's the Falcons or the Saints. Right. It's between those two. Now, I think the Saints are the feel-good story because of the pass interference calling all that nonsense, but I feel like this is the year it's the Falcons because Julio is going to reach 10 touchdowns plus the 1,600 yards, and then you got Ridley, who's an absolute stud, who takes another step forward. Okay. If Freeman can stay healthy, great, but they still got Edo Smith. I love what the Falcons are doing. I like their and, defense, too. And let's throw a little shout-out to Bruce Arians in Tampa Bay. I mean – they're the the worst team in the division, but at least he makes them an NFL credible team. I think. <laughs> so are they so, going to screw up anybody else's year? I down think there? they could be a uh, spoiler down the stretch. I mean, I like Bruce Arians. I think that Tampa Bay offense is going to roll up a lot of points this year. I don't know how many wins will roll up. They lose some games, 34-30, that kind of thing. They're going to score some points. I just don't think that they're going to be close to playing in the playoffs. I agree with what you guys said. I like the Falcons and rebound year, Dan Quinn, Matt Ryan. Everybody's healthy. They win the division. I like the Saints in as a wild card. Uh, the, uh, the Panthers, real hard to trust. I don't know what to expect from Cam Newton. And personally, I hope that he's injured. I don't really care what you think of me. I want Will Greer to play football. Well, nice. well, you know he's third string right now, right? Yeah, I heard that. I know. But so, I'm just – I want him to play it, man. <laughs> Here's where I'm at, though. You got Cam Newton, who's a question, and then you have – everybody loves Christian McCaffrey. But if, if you got the backup just throwing dump passes after dump passes and he's running, he's going to get destroyed at some point. He can't maintain that. I don't know. Did you see what he looked like coming in? No, I've I seen it. I, I thought it was Photoshopped. It, it had was, to be. It was ridiculous. I just – I don't know. There's too many question marks for Carolina for me. I think Carolina's in a transition period. But it's one of those things where they're in a transition period, but they still have the same quarterback. Yeah. So it's kind of odd. Yeah, I think I think they're a below 500 team, but they might be 7-9. and nine. They're like doing what the Patriots have done the last five years, oh, where they're in a transitional period with the same yeah. quarterback, oh, only they're not winning. Uh, oh, Rogers in trouble. Have uh, uh, uh. you noticed I don't like uh, – Bring up Kenny Stabler, like every reference. Why not? I mean, I should. I mean, yeah. Why or, should uh, you? John Madden. That was 40 years <laughs> ago. He's not still playing. It's still applicable in my own mind. In your own mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was our divisional picks. And if you can stick around after we get this next beer, we might just tell you how you can win some money this weekend. So stay tuned for the next segment. <laughs> Well, I know I got myself a beer. It's a Bell's Two-Hearted Ale, and it looks like there's a, a fish on mine. I think that's what you're drinking, Mr. Brown. And mm-hmm. Big, are you still doing okay down there? My iced water has treated me well. It is clear. That is for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's water, but that's okay, because we're here to share with the masses how you can become a rich man. And unlike all those stupid videos you see on YouTube and Facebook, this is legit, straight-up facts. I'm going to say one thing. If you're listening to this, share it with your friends. Because after this weekend, it's going to be like when you're on a major show and you're listening to Hank Greenberg and he's telling you which which horses to pick. We're going to make you some money. Listen up. So we're we're going to cover tonight's game as well because it's only 7-3. Two-minute warning right now. We're still in the first half. But this is the We Don't Know Sports Lead Pipe Stone Cold Locks of Week 1 NFL Football. Woo! Starting off, we do have tonight's game. So it's Green Bay, Chicago. We know we're at Soldier Field. The Bears are a three-point favorite. The over-under is 46 and a half. What do you got? Packers. 
Packers to cover. Biggs? Packers to cover, and I got the under. I'm taking the Bears at home, baby. They're going to win. I don't think they're going to cover that. It's going to be like a one-point game. So Packers covering, I guess. I'm stupid. And it's going to be the under. Is that that fair to say? The under is a fair thing to say at this point. All right, we got to pick up the pace. We got a lot of games to cover. We got the Falcons on the road at the Vikings. The Vikings are a four-point favorite. The over-under is 47.5. Where's the smart money go? Vikings at home with the under. Vikings covering against the Falcons, Mr. Brown. Falcons. I'm taking the Vikings at home. I think it's it's pretty much a home pick. It's week one. You're the home team. You're getting that one. Bone hammer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about the Rams on the road to Carolina? Carolina's giving up two. They're the underdog. Rams on the road week one. Todd Gurley is not out of pitch count. I think that's an easy one for the Rams. I think they cover by far. Definitely the Rams. All right, moving along. Tennessee Titans. That's a real NFL team. And the Mariottas. Is that how you said it? The Fighting Mariottas. Margaritas are playing the Cleveland Browns. The Browns are a five-and-a-half point favorite. The over-under is 45-and-a-half. Take the over because Baker's going to drink margaritas in the fourth wow. quarter. Margaritas. Mar- Mar- Boy, Mariana is on the bench in 10 heels. Browns are covering, right? Yes. Yeah, Browns playing that. Uh, Baker's going to plant that flag at uh, midfield. But it's, it's his over. field. He's, he's allowed to do he's that. He's playing wherever he wants. It's in Cleveland. They're winning, period. <laughs> all right. Here is where all the smart money is. Kansas City on the road at Jacksonville. Kansas City is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Almost 70% of the smart money is on Kansas City to cover this game. Hmm. Is Jacksonville's defense back enough, or is this going to be a walk in the park? You tell me you're Mr. Nick Foles' magic, and they're at home. He's not on the Eagles anymore, and he doesn't have to worry about it because the the Chiefs are going to win by double digits. Chiefs win, and they cover easily. I'm going to be the voice of reason here, and I'm going Jags. Jags are going to cover. Yes, sir. Are they going to win? Jags are winning. This is just because you, you were a little high on them in the, uh, in the divisional breakdown. What happened? You got excited. Somebody do something? Ah, uh, Devontae Adams had one down the sideline, but he couldn't reel it in. Why are you rooting for Devontae Adams? I'm not. <laughs> it was, He's not on your team. I'm it was a fire-throwing ball Shut your mouth, the sideline. He's just excited for good play. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Moving right along, the second game that also has all the smart money on it, Baltimore on the road at Miami. Baltimore six-and-a-half-point favorite. They're cleaning house with 67% of the money coming in on them covering. If I had money to bet, I'd put it on the Dolphins. They're real good at home, especially early in the year. I'd bet the money line. I would not go straight up. So you would pick the Point spread. Okay. So you think the Dolphins are going to cover? I do. I think the Dolphins are going to win the game because Luck's gone now. Now we got Mr. Uh, Fitzpatrick leading the Dolphins to victory. He's going to be victorious for at least a few weeks because that's what he does in spurts. Fitzmagic! It, it could happen in week one. I actually buy what both of you said. I also agree that Miami will not win many games this year, but they're going to win this one. And it's home and it's week one, and Fitzmagic always happens early. Plus Jamar, Lamar Jackson. Ugh. Just, just come on. Ugh. Lamar Jackson. Ugh. Yeah. 
bit right. of magic in that chest hair. You can't miss it. <laughs> oh, Buffalo on the road to the Fighting Jets. The Jets are a two and a half point favorite. Smart Money is also on the over, which is 40 and a half. What do you like? I like Buffalo in the under. Ooh, so you're going completely against the smart money. Oh, yeah. I'm taking the smart money. I'm taking the Jets, and I'm taking the over. Jets all day. The uh, Jets defense is going to put Buffalo to bed. I just want to know if Biggie's going to have another viral war against Bill's dad this year. He should. It's no coming. Show, it's coming this time. We're going to upload quicker. I'll be your cameraman, so we'll be fine. Yeah, we won't have that grainy video that we have to fix in post-production. Well, I'm hanging a tit out, and it's 37 below. People this need ain't to a see Paris it. Hilton sex tape we're trying to make. Exactly. We need better quality. Yeah. All right, the Redskins. This is a crazy one to me. On the road at Philly. Ten-point dogs. Philly to cover. I was waiting on you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Philly also will cover. I think that's a lock. I think Philly and Sue? The Redskins. Oh, God, it's Philly. But did you hear what the spread was? What? It was 10. Yeah, Philly. That's the biggest spread. Don't ever play for the Redskins. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The, the Andrew Luckless Colts wow. on the road against the Chargers. Go, Chargers, go. Six and a half point favorite are the Chargers. What do you like? They're cooking some brissette, so I'm going with the Chargers. That home field advantage is going to be no, They're just cooking brissette. Okay, they're cooking brissette. I got the Colts to cover. Chargers win. Colts cover. Wow. Jacoby Brissett. Hey, the Colts got two quarterbacks. They're both Tom Brady backups. Let's go, Colts! Hey, you know what happens when you have two quarterbacks? You have no quarterbacks. Sorry, Chargers are covering. Cincinnati on the road to the 12th man, Seattle. They are nine and a half points. Oh, it should be 19 and a half point underdogs. Them Mongols going to get their asses kicked. They, they will cover. I believe Seattle is going to win by 15. I agree. At least two touchdowns. Can you put your phone down for a minute? Sorry. Oh, my God. You're like an eighth grade girl. I know. Killing me. Detroit on the road to Arizona. Kyler Murray's debut. Am I not right? They are two and a half point underdogs at home, though. So who you got, Detroit or Arizona? Here's the thing: if they're two and a half point dogs at home, Vegas thinks that they're almost six point dogs at home. Because they're giving them three, right? Yeah, they're giving them three. First two or three games of the year is the only time that Kyler Murray and uh, Josh Gosling decide that they have a chance to win a game. They win at home. Who was the other guy? Said Josh Gosling. It's Ryan Gosling. Yeah. I was thinking Josh Dumel because he's from Minot, North Dakota. Cliff <laughs> Kingsbury looks like freaking Nobody Ryan Gosling. Who the I was, hell are you talking I was about? so confused. <laughs> I'm glad, I thought it was me. I'm glad we clarified that Biggie meant to say that Cliff Kingsbury looks like Ryan Gosling. <laughs> <laughs> Josh oh. Dumel, he's from North Dakota. Of all three of these clowns, including myself, I've been on the Kyler Murray bandwagon from the beginning, so I'm going to Cardinals. They will be fine. They're going to win, and they're going to cover, and all that good stuff. It's going to be convincing fashion against the freaking Lions. I think it'll be a close game Detroit Cardinals. I will say this. If uh, season goes well, Arizona does well, Kyler Murray blows up. 
we should all give props to Mr. Brown because last year, even before he was drafted number one, we were down and he's been riding him high for like 10 months now. Hey, can I get some after they win week one at least? Nah, he's going to be Lamar Jackson. Can I get some after they win week one? I want his autograph, so. Why not? Give you a reach round. Let's let's drop sliding to his DMs. I might. (laughs) I believed in you, man. All right, how about the G-Man on the road against the Cowboys? Uh, I don't want to know what the spread Seven is. and a half, Dallas. Daniel Jones, baby. First game, Giants. No, it's going to be Dallas. Sorry. Cowboys win, but they don't cover. Ooh. I think Cowboys cover, but my, my better question to both of you is, what's the percentage chance that we might see Mr. Daniel Jones? Who's been the preseason darling? Not the first week. It'll be by game four. The only way he plays first week is if Eli gets injured. Other than that, game six, he starts. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm closer to game four with Mr. Brown here. All right. We've got a couple games left. The 49ers on the road against your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm. It's pretty much a pick mm. The Bucs are a one-point favorite. Who you got? Let's go, B.A. I love those hats. I don't know what you just said. B.A. The Bucks. The Bucks. Bruce Arians, baby. Oh, okay. Oh, this show makes here. sense. He's picking you up at the airport. Come on, Jack, get with it. I had to connect the dots. I'm sorry. I, I, I will take the 49ers on the road. The power of porn. Let's go, Niners. Got to be him. So moving from the power to porn to... A fantastic matchup, the Pittsburgh Steelers against the New England Patriots. Both, we said, were playoff teams. The Patriots, Super Bowl defending champs, open up a five-and-a-half-point favorite at home against the Steelers. Who do you got? Well, I guess I'll just, you know, chime in because I have to. But, you know, they're going to cover it all. Patriots, 34 Steelers, 23. Ooh, how about you're only going to give them 17? I'm proud of you. Now they're going to get a garbage touchdown because Big Ben, he needs to pad them stats. I'm taking Pittsburgh to walk into Foxborough and score the early upset because the Patriots don't start playing until week five. Nah, you shit, Chad. <laughs> I'm going to take it a step further, and I've said this on more than one show. I don't think they're showing up week five. I said this is the beginning of the end. So here we go. We're going to do it together. This is the end. It's gonna happen. It's the done. It's gotta end at some point. Brady's not in freaking Fountain of Youth. He don't, he don't have all that. Steelers are gonna win this game outright. So how much do they win by? I said they win by seven. But what I'm thinking 28 to 17. Ooh. Hold on, hold on. Since we're on this, it's game one of the NFL season. I'm now in almost heaven, West Virginia. You both think that Pittsburgh wins this game? Yes, we both called them to win. You're in our local coverage now. Come up with a little bit of a wager to where when the Patriots whoop that Steeler behind. We got over $100 right now. It don't have to be right now. How much betting we got to do here? Yeah. Y'all both can owe me. Nobody's betting you anything. You're in our local coverage now. This is Steeler country. I'll bet you within six months you drop that stupid accent you picked up over the past decade. How about that? Well, you know... All right, we got two games left. Get your composure back because we're going to need it. Houston on the road to Nolens. Oh. Seven-point favorite 
home for the Saints. Who you got? I got Houston winning outright. Deshaun Watson going to ride in there and let him know that gumbo all he is. He's taking out with him. Not a chance in hell. There's no way New Orleans is losing game one at home in the Superdome. Not happening. They they win, but they don't cover. I agree with you. They win, they don't cover. I'm thinking like a 31-28 uh, uh, score. Well, the over-under is 52 and a half, and I'm glad you brought that up because that would be the over. And the smart money is on the over. Almost 65% of the bets coming in is taking the over. I think it's going to come probably down to a field goal. I'll go with the over in the Michael Jordan of football, according to Dabo Sweeney, Deshaun Watson, and the Karen Texans to a win. Yeah, you're off your rocker, but that's all right. That's why we do this show. That's why we have three picks. We can and we get to record it. Yes, it's there forever. And the last game, we save the best for last in AFC West matchup. The Denver Broncos ride in. The Raider Nation. I love it. Denver is a two and a half point favorite. Yeah. Rounders 43. How much can I bet on that? Whatever I want. You can bet your house. I don't care. Mr. Brown, when you make doctor money, you can bet whatever you want to. Yeah, I hear you. All right, so we make doctor money for West Virginia. This is. (laughs) He sure does. (laughs) (laughs) I think you got a case of the itis. Yeah, there you go. Something like that. So what what what's your thoughts, Biggs? You want to go first? I'll go first. I like the Raiders in this game. You know why? We went through, we did all our picks. I'll tell you what, the Raiders still won eight, nine games this year. I don't care if Antonio Brown's there or not. John Gruden, Chucky, you were on that show. They're turning that franchise around. They're getting ready to move to uh, Las Vegas and sell a lot of tickets. They're going to run them Broncos out of the goddamn nation. Nice. All right, well, you can stick by your convictions. I'm going to take Denver to cover on the road. And we just saw a terrible Hail Mary attempt, and we're going to halftime 73 Green Bay over the Bears. You think Denver's going to cover? Uh, I think Do you even follow the NFL? No. He's a Bengals fan. No. Raiders are going to win handedly. Without AB, they're going to win by 10 points. You're going to think they're going to win by 10 points. Absolutely. Do you know who the Broncos quarterback is? Joe Eppin Flacco. The best agent in the history of NFL sports is right there. That that is not an arguable point. We all know that. That is accepted fact. I I just don't see the Raiders coming out strong at all after this entire offseason. They're rallying around. The guys that are there are rallying around. I was a Raiders fan. They're tired of the shenanigans. They're They're rallying around Derek Carr, his belief in the almighty God, Jesus, that is. And them boys are going to rally like the autumn wind. (laughs) When he's laying on the turf, sobbing in his own filth, just remember me telling you that the Broncos were going to cover. Courtesy of Von Miller. That might be what it is. Raiders win. It'll be a defensive touchdown. Raiders by 10. Raiders by Brown. Peace. Well, I'm completely out of thoughts and ideas. We're approaching the witching hour here for us. We're almost at that even hour. Big any parting thoughts. We're glad to have you back in West by God, Virginia. And I'm sure our fans appreciate our uh, lead pipe locks there. But you got any parting words? I'm going to let you close the show. You give us some pontification of education pontification. to share with everybody. What do you got? Big word. I don't get big words, but to the dozens and dozens of people that listen, if you follow this year, you will make some money 
off of our spread line picks of college football. I guarantee you that. If not, I'll pay you back what you lose. Oh, I do not condone, endorse, or accept that statement. That is the sole proprietorship of Biggie, a.k.a. Canadian Biggie. You can find him on our page. I just want to say I'm glad to be back with you guys. We're at 13K almost. We haven't hit it all summer. All you listeners, be ready because we're going to hit it harder and better than we have before. More challenges to come. And I'm so glad that I get to prey on someone other than Chad DeMarc. And I want to see Canadian Bigs belly flop into pools or rivers or whatever I can't the case wait. may be. I can't wait. I want to say one thing before we finish this up. The thing that I am looking forward to the most is the side bets we come up with. Because living up in South Canada, I was not able to really truly participate. participate. I'm looking forward to freaking face dives where I wear a nut cup to protect my balls. Boys, let's come up with something. Let's make it interesting. I'm glad to be here. Let's do it. I'm going to add one more thing. Actually, I'm not. I just wanted to keep saying it because that's what y'all kept doing. And it's not always about money. These side bets can sometimes be like events like a Chad good calls, did. A good cause. Exactly. For, it don't for, have to be about money. It's about humiliation because <laughs> your sports knowledge is inferior. I did it for the Special Olympics, Ken. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. We appreciate you inviting us into your minds as we came back from a month and a half, two-month hiatus. We'll see you next week. 